Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 25th of July, 2022. In InfoSec news this week, Chinese-speaking hackers have apparently been using, since at least 2016, malware which lies virtually undetected in the firmware image for some motherboards one of the most persistent threats, commonly known as a UEFI rootkit. Researchers at Kaspersky called it Cosmic Strand, but apparently an earlier version of the threat was discovered by malware analysts at Kihu, who named it Spy Shadow Trojan. It is unclear how the threat actor managed to inject the rootkit into the firmware image of the target machines, but researchers found the malware on machines with ASUS and Gigabyte motherboards. The Unified Extensible Firmware Interface, or UEFI software, is what connects a computer's operating system with the firmware of the underlying hardware. UEFI code is the first to run during a computer's boot sequence ahead of the operating system and the security solutions available. Malware planted in the UEFI firmware, then, is not only as difficult to identify as possible, but it's also extremely persistent as it cannot be removed by reinstalling the operating system or by replacing the storage drive itself. A report published by Kaspersky provides technical details about Cosmic Strand, from the infected UEFI component to deploying a kernel-level implant into a Windows system at every boot. The entire process consists of setting up hooks to modify the operating system loader and take control of the entire function flow in order to launch the shellcode which fetches the payload from the command and control or C2 server. A former Kaspersky reverse engineer who was involved in the research explains that the compromised firmware images came with a modified CSM core DXE driver, which enables a legacy boot process. To quote the report, this driver was modified so as to intercept the boot sequence and introduce malicious logic into it. While the Cosmic Strand variant Kaspersky discovered does appear to be more recent, researchers at Kihu disclosed back in 2017 the first details about an early version of this malware. The Chinese researchers got to analysing the implant after a victim reported their computer had created a new account out of the blue and the antivirus software kept alerting of a malware infection. According to their report, the compromised system ran on a second-hand ASUS motherboard that the owner had purchased from an online store. Kaspersky was able to determine that the Cosmic Strand UEFI rootkit was lodged in firmware images of Gigabyte ASUS motherboards that have common designs using the H81 chipset. This refers to an old hardware distributed between 2013 and 2015, which is mostly discontinued today. It is unclear how the implant was placed on the infected computers, since the process would presumably involve either physical access to the device or through a precursor malware capable of automatically patching the firmware image, notoriously difficult to achieve. However, the researchers connected Cosmic Strand to a Chinese-speaking actor based on code patterns which were also seen in the MyKings crypto mining botnet, where malware analysis performed by Sophos found Chinese-language artefacts. Kaspersky says that the Cosmic Strand UEFI firmware rootkit can persist on the system for the entire life of the computer and has been used in operations for years since at least the end of 2016. Threat actors appear to have sharply reduced the use of one of their favourite malware distribution tactics following Microsoft's final decision earlier this year to disable Office macros and documents downloaded from the internet after flip-flopping over the past three weeks. However, container files have apparently risen to help cyber attackers get around this issue. 
The pivot by Actors appears pretty clear. In the months since Microsoft's announcement that it would disable macros by default, there has been a 66% decline in the threat actor use of VBA and Excel 4 macros, according to a report published by Proofpoint. Other security vendors have also observed a substantial drop in Office-based attacks following the Microsoft pivot. In July this year, the percentage of Office malware that the security vendor's cloud security platform detected was less than 10% of all malware activity, compared with 35% a mere year ago. Researchers at Proofpoint who have been tracking the pivot to container files issued a report stating that attackers have begun using a variety of new file types as alternatives to hiding malware in macro-enabled documents attached to email messages. This particularly includes switching to using files such as LNK, RAR, Image and ISO files in their recent campaigns. Reports by researchers have noticed, for instance, an increase in attacks using ISO files. Often, these attacks have targeted non-technical staff such as sales or customer service representatives. Usually, the attacker is trying to convince the victim to download and open the ISO file under the guise of scheduling a meeting. Generally speaking, these other file types are directly attached to an email in the same way we would previously observe a macro-laden document. As far as for getting intended victims to open and click, the methods are pretty much the same, a wide array of social engineering tactics. It is worth noting, however, that before Microsoft's macro announcement, a variety of actors were already using archives and image files in order to distribute malware, so this is not a complete pivot or new technique by any means. Security researchers have widely welcomed Microsoft's decision to disable macros in files from the internet. Attackers have long used macros to distribute malware, relying on the fact that users often leave macros enabled by default, therefore giving them a relatively straightforward and direct path to execute malicious payloads on victim systems. Microsoft has urged users to disable Office macros when not needed, citing security concerns, but the company did not make it default setting and policy until now. As an example of this recent pivot to alternate malware distribution methods, the operators of the QBot malware have apparently been using a DLL hijacking flaw in Windows Calculator in order to infect computers, which also helps evade detection by security software. DLL, or Link Library Hijacking, is a common attack method which takes advantage of how dynamic link libraries are handled in Windows, consisting of creating a malicious version of a legitimate link library required by a piece of software and placing it early in the search order used to find the required link library. This folder is commonly in the same folder as the executable itself. When the executable is launched, it will find a malicious version with the same name in the same folder, loading that file instead and infecting the computer. QBot, also known as QuackBot, is a Windows malware strain which started as a banking trojan but has since evolved into a malware dropper and is used by ransomware gangs in the early stages of the attack chain to drop Cobalt Strike beacons. Researchers have recently discovered that QuackBot has been abusing the Windows 7 Calculator app for link library hijacking attacks since a few weeks ago. The method continues to be used in mail spam campaigns. The emails used in the latest campaign carry a HTML file attachment which subsequently downloads a password-protected zip archive with an ISO file contained within. The password for opening the zip file is shown in the HTML file, and the reason for locking the archive is presumably to evade antivirus detection. The ISO file contains a .lnk file, a copy of calc.exe, or Windows Calculator, and two link library files, named Windows Codex and a payload with random numbers. When the user mounts the ISO file, it displays only the .lnk file, which is masqueraded to look like a PDF holding important information or a file which opens with the Microsoft Edge browser. However, the shortcut points to the Calculator app in Windows, as seen in the Properties dialog for the files. 
Clicking this shortcut, therefore, triggers the infection by executing calc.exe through the command prompt. When loaded, the Windows 7 calculator automatically searches for and attempts to load the legitimate Windows Codex link library file. However, it does not check for the link library file in certain hard-coded paths, and will instead load any link library with the same name if placed in the same folder as the calc.exe executable itself. The threat actors take advantage of this flaw by creating their own malicious Windows Codex link library file, which launches the other numbered link library file, which is the QBot malware. By installing QBot through a trusted program like Windows Calculator, some security software may not detect the malware when it is loaded, allowing the threat actors to evade detection. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here, and thank you very much for listening.